Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. In this week's episode, I'll be giving a recap of Thursday night football action between Washington and the New York Giants, and also I'll give you my value picks for week two. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, let's talk Thursday night football for week two in the NFL. We saw the Washington football team uh, hosting the New York Giants, and they came out on top on in what was actually a back-and-forth game, uh, 30-29. to 29. So, yeah, we went back and forth, and, uh, you know, it's divisional battle, so you kind of expect these things uh, most times, more times than not, actually. So, yeah, pretty good contest. Uh, so, Thursday Night Football had two pretty uh, competitive games so far. So, um, things are looking up in that regard. In terms of the stats on both sides, you had a guy like Taylor Haneke and... You know, he's now the starter for the time being until Ryan Fitzpatrick comes back. And he he has stepped in admirably. Um, he uh, had uh, 46 passes he threw, completing 34, 336 yards. Uh, so plenty there. Two touchdowns with an interception. So, uh all in all, not not a bad start at all. Very good start actually for for Henneke. So um, in terms of the running game, Antonio Gibson, um, and I kind of mentioned this on uh, Instagram to a guy. Pro- basically, he is a two down back. He's a two down back. Um, Thirteen rushes, sixty nine yards. Only two passes he caught for four yards. Whereas his counterpart, J.D., well, not his counterpart, but his teammate, J.D. McKissick, uh, four rushes, 10 yards with the touchdown. So he actually got the touchdown in close. And then he had um, six targets, caught five for 83 yards. If you if you have shares in Antonio Gibson, you, you you're not happy with this game script here. Um, he's primarily a two down back, and you don't grab a guy in the second round in in all your drafts thinking that he's going to be a two down back. But that is what he is in this offense. Uh, J D McKissick isn't going anywhere. Um, he's he's a vital part of this offense and that's the way it goes. So if you're Gibson, um, your guy who has Gibson on your fantasy teams, you're, you're not too happy. And the thing was all in the preseason, the, I think it was the running back coach for Washington was blowing smoke saying how, Oh, he can be this three down back. He can, you know, do all these things. And you draft him with that in mind. And he hasn't done that in the first two games. So, I don't foresee this changing anytime soon. So, 
you, you, <laughs> if you drafted this guy, you're kind of in a pickle. I mean, he's a flex at best. That's what he is. He's a flex. McKissick is a flex, a strong flex, especially in PPR. So, um, yeah, you, 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 I, I heard all that talk in pre in uh, preseason. I said to myself, unless they get rid of McKissick, I'm not going there. I have no shares in him, so I have no dog in this fight. But I'm just telling you guys, uh, if you have shares in Gibson. Not good. This is not good uh, news that you see here. So, um, so I think that's how the running back room over there is going to go. Okay, in terms of the wide receivers, Terry McLaurin. What more can you say about this guy? He is the de facto wide receiver one in that room, and it doesn't matter what quarterback is in there. They have eyes for Terry. Um, 14 targets he saw, caught 11 passes, 107 yards with that touchdown. So, um, if you're a McLaren owner, I'm sure you got a little nervous when Fitzpatrick went down and Henneke came in. But, uh, for the foreseeable future, and then some, uh, Scary Terry's your guy here, so... Uh, rest assured in that, guys. Uh, it seems like the beneficiary for Curtis Samuel being out on IR looked like the beneficiary is uh, Adam Humphreys. Adam Humphreys, eight targets he saw, seven catches, 44 yards. Not great, not, you know, eye-popping, but it seems like he's, he's that next guy. So... I know a lot of noise was made about Deami Brown. I understand that. He's still a rookie, still learning uh, things. But seems like um, Adam Humphreys is that next guy up. So, um, and speaking of Brown, he had three catches, 34 yards, and that was on six targets. So, um, so in terms of those wide receivers, I think the pecking order is McLaren, Humphreys and Brown for the moment. Um, in terms of the tight end, um, of course, Logan Thomas is your guy. Seven targets he saw. See, he even saw more targets than Brown. Um, five catches, 45 yards. So uh, the only caveat was um, the second touchdown that um, Taylor threw. Ended up going to Ricky Sales Jones, who's like the second tight end. So, so you, if you heard Thomas owner that, you're probably tearing your hair out about that. But um, but what can you do? So, uh, but Logan is a viable tight end, uh, kind of lower tier tight end one. Um, definitely dependent on touchdowns, of course. But um, to uh, he's He's the third guy in the receiving room as far as that goes. So, um, so that that's uh, that. In regard to the New York Giants, some good news coming out of this. Um, Daniel Jones, um, thirty-two pass attempts, twenty-two um, actually caught, 
249 yards with a touchdown. Um, he, he also had nine rushes for 95 yards with a touchdown as well. So pretty solid game for Danny Dimes. Um, he <laughs> seemed like he was doing a, a Lamar Jackson impression in this game, but um, by taking off and running. Um, I don't foresee that as too much of an issue. I know a lot of Saquon Barkley owners are kind of in a tizzy over that. I say, again, I say it's game script because that front seven for Washington can't come after you. So um, I, I think Jones thought the obvious wise thing was to take off and run. So, um, And speaking of Saquon Barkley, um, good news, guys. Uh, 13 rushes, 57 yards. Not great. Um he had uh, two catches for 12 yards on three targets. So uh, definitely the guy who saw the most touches. He was on the field for uh, 84% of the offensive snaps, which is a um, bump up from his uh, week one, which I, I was kind of surprised. I thought they would keep it kind of low, being that um, it was on a quick turnaround this game. So, definitely good news in that regard, guys. And even better news, he has 10 days until his next game. And that next game is against the Atlanta Falcons. So, um, definitely, I would, if, you're, uh, if you have shares in Barkley, you're kind of, you're kind of feeling better right now. And I think week three will be really kind of the coming out party for him in terms of his comeback from his knee injury. So I think the arrow is definitely pointing up for him. So um, rest assured in that. And his backup, uh, Devontae Booker, not much of a factor. Two rushes for nine yards and only one catch uh, for two yards. So um, Barkley is the guy. There's no denying that. He's going to get his share of looks. Um the, again, the encouraging thing coming out of this is him seeing being on the field for 84% of those snaps. So, um, so he's a guy who's working his way back. Again, the, those 10 days are going to do wonders for him. And he has a tantalizing matchup coming out of that. So um, Barkley uh, owners be encouraged. In terms of the receiving room, wide receivers, Sterling Shepard, uh, Sterling Shepard, again, is the guy. Um, Ten targets, nine catches, 94 yards. So um, he is the one. See, the thing with Shepard is when he's healthy, he's as good a receiver um, as there is. Especially if you're thinking like a, a wide, re wide receiver two type of player. He's that when he's healthy. Um, Darius Slate, Slayton is another guy that uh, Danny Dimes uh, really uh, relies upon. Um, and he had uh, six targets, three catches, 54 yards with the touchdown so um definitely a guy that 
um, Danny Dimes relies on. Also, you got Kenny Galladay, and I know there was the uh, clip that's going viral of him uh, beefing with uh, Danny Dimes on the sideline. So, the the thing is, Galladay and Jones, they'll, it's going to take some time for them to gain rapport. You know, um, you know, you, you kind of, in a way, you like that fire and desire coming out of Galladay because he wants to be involved in the offense. He wants to be able to, you know, make those catches. He he was targeted eight times, which, you know, is two more than Slayton, uh, but he only had three catches for 38 yards. So some overthrows, some bobbles, but um, I think... It is promising if you have shares in Galladay. He is being targeted. It's just that they're misfiring. So I kind of liken it to the Julio Jones situation in Tennessee. It's going to take some time to gain some some of that rapport in game. So um, you're just going to have to be patient. If if you if you drafted Galladay, you just got to be patient. I wouldn't throw him out to the waiver wire just yet. Um, again, you have the 10 day break, so you can kind of gain some chemistry there. But, um, yeah, so, uh, holiday owners be encouraged in terms of the tight end. Um, Kyle Rudolph, who still kind of, uh, has that nagging injury, uh, two catches, 25 yards. And then there was no Evan Ingram. So he, he. He's dealing with a um, bit of an injury himself. So um, the next man up is Caden Smith. He had two catches, 24 yards for what it's worth. So um, hopefully those 10 days off will help Ingram get in there finally and um, be a contributor to this offense. So, um, so nonetheless... Some promising signs from the Giants and some pretty good news for the Washington offense, except if you uh, if you have Gibson on your fantasy team. Otherwise, good news all around for Washington. So um, that is your wrap up of Thursday night's action in week two of the NFL. All right, guys. We will now talk about week two value plays. These are the guys that you can definitely put into your fantasy lineup if you um, have these guys. Also, these are guys you can go with if you're doing uh, your FanDuel, your DraftKings, or if you even do the Daily Fantasy on Yahoo. These are guys that are value picks pretty much. And that you can throw right into your lineup. So let's get into it. Um, my three picks for quarterback. Um, Jalen Hurts going up against San, uh, San Francisco. Uh, they're hosting San Francisco, in fact. Jalen Hurts, who had the nice debut against the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I think that will carry into this game as well. Uh, San Fran, who we last saw... Uh, gave up uh, huge numbers to Jared Goff in his debut with Detroit. So I look for Jalen Hurts to have his way against that Niners defense, which can be a tough defense, but uh, 
I think he, I think he kind of uh, has a nice game there. Uh, Matthew Stafford, I'm going with him again. Uh, he's at Indi- uh, Indianapolis, the Indianapolis Colts. He's there. So um, I think Matthew Stafford is just getting into the flow of that offense there. He looks very comfortable. You saw him on the Sunday night game against the Bears. Uh, I don't think that was a fluke by any stretch of the imagination. This is what we're going to see for, from Stafford all year long. I think he'll be kind of in that top 10 conversation when all is said and done. Uh, but Matthew Stafford is a guy you can definitely hang your hat on for week two against those Colts. And finally, which is kind of a no-brainer pick, Russell Wilson against the Tennessee Titans, and they'll be hosting them. But in terms of Russell, excuse me, you saw that he had the nice game against, uh, in fact, against the uh, Colts. He had the nice game there. So now he'll be at home. It's the Tennessee Titans coming in. And we saw what happened with the Tennessee Titans a week ago, how Kyler Murray just um, ripped that defense to shreds. So Russell Wilson has has the weapons to do it as well, and um, he should be able to have a fine game there. So Russell Wilson's a guy you can definitely rely upon. And a nice stack would be him and... Ooh, that's that's a good one. Would it be Metcalf? Because Lockett had the great game in week one. So um, I think you could go with either guy stacking them and um, you'd be okay in that regard. Uh, Looking at the running backs, this is not so much of a value play, but it's a solid play. Um, Ezekiel Elliott at the L.A. Chargers. I think Ezekiel Elliott... He's had uh, the 10 days to kind of that Dallas offense to kind of regroup what they did. I don't, again, I say they don't want Dak Prescott um, going back and throwing it 50 plus times around the yard. So they will get Elliott involved this week. And this is a pretty good time against that Charger front there. So um, I look for Ezekiel Elliott to bounce back in a big way at the LA Chargers. Devin Singletary at Miami. Um, This is not a sexy pick, but I think this is a solid value pick. We saw last week that Zach Moss was put on the inactive list and Singletary got the lion's share of the carries last week. So I don't believe that changes this week. And then you have the Miami defense that gave up the 100 yards to Damian Harris. So uh, I think Devin Singletary, again, will get the lion's share of the carries and be able to have success against that Miami front. So fire up Devin Singletary at Miami. And then speaking of Harris, I like Harris. Um Going up against the Jets, the New York Jets, in New York. Damian Harris, uh, again, I've mentioned this before. Mac Jones, 
they don't want to have him throwing it around too much, although he did um, th throw around quite a bit in week one, more than I thought he would. But uh, they're going to stay safe. They're going to feed Damian Harris. They're going to hit James White in the flat. So um, Damian Harris, he'll have success against this Jet defense that allowed, well, uh, Christian McCaffrey to do his thing in week one. So I see Damian Harris, well, not catching it like uh, like McCaffrey does, but definitely uh, being able to pound it against that front of the New York Jets. So Damian Harris, a nice value pick for week two. In terms of the wide receivers, in this is one you can kind of stack. Devonta Smith versus the 49ers. I already have Jalen Hurts as a value pick, so you might as well just stack them together. Um, Devonta Smith was the de facto wide receiver one in that room. I also like Jalen Rieger as well, if you want to go value again and maybe stack somewhere else. Um, definitely, you can do that. But uh, Devonta Smith, I definitely like against the 49ers. Zach Pascal versus the L.A. Rams. Um, Zach Pascal of the Colts. Uh, right now, you got a few banged up receivers over there. Michael Pittman, he's questionable. Um, you already know T.Y. Hilton is out uh, on IR. So, And you saw what Pascal did last week. Against the Seahawks, he had that fine game against them where he had the two touchdowns on four catches. So he's definitely a guy that Carson Wentz is going to lean on. Um, you'll probably see a lot of uh, Jonathan Taylor, too, um, running the ball. And, of course, Naeem Hines catching it out the backfield. So, But Pascal is a guy that Carson Wentz is hanging his hat on early in the season so Pascal versus the LA Rams and finally Brandon Cooks at at the Cleveland Browns Cooks for the Houston Texans right now Tyrod Taylor is definitely has eyes for him and he's he's looked great so far he had the five catches 132 yards and we just saw last week how Tyreek Hill shredded that Bills, that Brown secondary. So um, Cooks is, well, not as, no one's as quick as Hill, but he's kind of in that same mold. So uh, I definitely see him having a nice game against this Brown secondary. So definitely. And Tyrod Taylor had a pretty good game too. So um, the game script fit perfectly so Brandon Cooks fire him up at Cleveland then your tight ends uh kind of a this was a tough one to gauge in terms of um where to go to uh but I found three value picks so uh just bear with me David Njoku versus the Houston Texans speaking of that for uh, the Browns. And Joku is a guy that 
Baker Mayfield is going to, he's looking at. So uh, I understand, I get it. Austin Hooper is there. But uh, Njoku actually led the room in receiving over there for the Cleveland Browns. So definitely, you could definitely see that, yeah, because he was targeted as much as Jarvis Landry was, as much as uh, Anthony Schwartz was. So um, Njoku, I definitely like against the Houston Texans. Jawan Johnson at the Carolina Panthers. We saw last week Jameis Winston had the five touchdowns. Two of those went to this guy. Um, so he's a guy that he's looking to in the red zone. Um, he's a wide receiver converted to tight end. Um, and remember, the buzz coming out of preseason was all about Adam Troutman. But uh, this guy, it seems kind of... Uh, you know, kind of surpassed him per se. So, uh, Jawan Johnson, maybe not the two touchdowns at like week, week one, but, uh, definitely we'll see, we'll get in the end zone in this one for the Carolina Panthers. And finally, Dawson Knox at the Miami Dolphins. Um, Dawson Knox is a guy who, we saw last week got involved in the pass game, four catches for 41 yards. I think in this one, he'll have success as well. And then bear in mind, too, that uh, Gabriel Davis and Emmanuel Sanders both have those tender hammies. So uh, that could affect them. Uh, we, we know the pecking order is Stephon Diggs. Cole Beasley, but uh, I see Dawson Knox as a guy being involved in that in terms of that uh, tight end tight ends over there in, uh, with the Bills. So, fire up t Dawson Knox at Miami. And now for the defenses you can stream for week, week two. Um, I understand. I get it. I know a lot of people would probably say New England uh, going to the New York Jets, Denver going to Jacksonville after Trevor Lawrence had the three interceptions in week one. I know people are also saying Tampa Bay um, hosting the Atlanta Falcons who can barely manage uh, six points on the board last week. But those are defenses that people own. All, all three of those people own them. So uh, let's go with some defenses that's not so widely owned that you would like to stream. Uh, Philadelphia versus San Francisco. Again, um, I just like that San Francisco team as a whole here um, in this game. And then bear in mind, too, last week, um, San Fran did lose Raheem Moster. Um Brandon Ayuk, he's still has to tend to hammy, although I hear he's pretty much a go for week two from um from what's coming out of uh practices this week. Um but my feeling is is Elijah Mitchell really that guy? Or it was just opportunity um presented itself last week. So um and 
we saw Philly give the again the Falcons a hard time on defense. So I say fire up Philly versus the San Francisco 49ers. Cincinnati at Chicago. Um yeah, this is a bit of a surprising one, but I do like the fact that uh this defense goes up against uh at Andy Dalton, who's pretty much a shell of himself at this point. He's just holding the spot for Justin Fields. So um, I think if he struggles in this one, you'll probably see Fields get in there. He got Fields got in there last week for the Bears against the Rams. So definitely um, since he will, will be able to keep them low scoring, uh, I think on in on this road game for them. So Bengals defense is a sneaky one to play and stream for week two. And then finally, the New Orleans Saints at Carolina. Uh, we saw that Saints defense kind of uh, <laughs> baffle the Green Bay Packers. Uh, you know, it's... It's either one or two things. It's the Saints defense played that well, or the Green Bay Packers took them for granted and didn't come to play. So I think week two will answer that question when they face the Carolina Panthers, who Darno had a a decent game, a solid game, but um, I think the Saints defense is can be tough. So uh, fire up the Saints against the Carolina Panthers at Carolina. So those are your value picks. Again, go out, run and use them for your, <laughs> for your, uh, fan duel, for your draft Kings, your, uh, your Yahoo daily fantasy, as well as your fantasy roster team in leagues as well. So, uh, that's the wrap up for that guys. So my peeps, If you like what you're hearing on this podcast, please like and subscribe to me at anchor.fm slash gdthatsportsdude. Also, you can go to my Linktree page, and that's gdthatsportsdude. There you will find my SoundCloud, my YouTube, and all my social media platforms, Facebook, IG, TikTok, and Twitter. Also, you can email me at thatsportsdugd at gmail.com. You can also hit my PayPal through that same email address. We thank you for listening to us, and we hope you enjoy.